Welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. Whatever happened to Z and Zim as, like, the the uh, gender-neutral third person? I, I always got, thought that was cool. I think they got thrown out because they're just too- they sound too, um, like out there. Like, from cyberpunk cartoon shows. <laughs> that people would just make fun of and dismiss immediately. It's, yeah, I- I, I like- true. I like other yeah. other ones, but every time it always sounds like something from a William Gibson novel. It, it, it's yeah. the pro- the problem with trying to intentionally change language in that way. I think is that if you nailed it, you nailed it right away. Like yeah. some some words, people invent them and they take off. Like like podcast, which God, I hated the word podcast fifteen years ago. Now, <laughs> you remember when the you remember when the iPad came out and everyone was like, oh my God, oh, yeah. the name of this is iPad. Yeah, yep, and now everybody calls all tablets iPads. Yeah, sometimes. A big phone is an iPad if you're a grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. But anyway, I mean, it's sort of like the problem with Esperanto, right? Where if you try to construct language, everyone's like, this isn't, mm-hmm. this is wrong. This is I was, bad. I was just looking up some stuff about Esperanto the other day, and it's weird because you know that it's a bunch of the Romance and Germanic languages, the ones yes. that we're all most familiar with from a Western European perspective. But then also the guy who made it, I think, was Polish, so there's Polish in there, like to a degree where you living your regular normal American life would be like, why is there so much Polish in this <laughs> group language? <laughs> and also it completely ignores like Asia, Africa, all the other continents. Yeah, I, I remember the first time that I heard about Esperanto being a thing, and my first thought was, is there any way you could have done this without being racist? And mm-hmm. it turns out the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> it just, to me, sounds like fake Spanish created by a Latin major. <laughs> mm, yeah. I suppose. I mean, I... It's it's prob. I think we might have talked about this on the podcast before, but the problem with it is that in theory, the idea that everyone in the world spoke the same language and so you could travel and do everything without needing to worry about language barriers is cool. Mm-hmm. But the culture that is associated with language is so deep that like telling everyone like, "Hey, everyone, now we all speak the same language," would be kind of like saying, "Hey, everyone, now we all s- practice the same religion," <laughs> and like, yeah, no, you can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, and also, it kind of, uh, in a physical sense, it's like food, where, yeah, you can mass-produce d- disgusting red delicious apples and just send them everywhere, but apples are still really only going to be good in the places where you can get fresh apples, like, locally. Like, that's- it doesn't actually travel, even though you can sort of force it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, um, every time every time anyone comes up with a like one solution for everyone, it always yeah. ends up just being laughably terrible. Yes, you know about this um, this movie in Esperanto that was before uh, Star Trek that had William Shatner in it. 
I've yes, heard I, of it. <laughs> I always want it to be Tech Wars the movie, and I know it's not, but that's always what I want it to be. I had heard of it, but I thought it was like something he made in the 80s when he wasn't famous anymore. But he made this movie before he was famous, which is wild to me. He didn't Wait, have to it? be in it. It's called in- it's called Incubus, and it's a 1966 movie by the guy who created Outer Limits starring William Shatner. Was that before he was on uh, The Twilight Zone? No, it must have been after that. Okay. Because The Outer Limits was a Twilight Zone (laughs) ripoff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was was literally, like, just before Star Trek, because I think Star Trek premiered (laughs) in 66, right? the thing you just said to me, I need to revisit it because it sounds crazy and I'm not sure I understand. You said you thought he did it after he was famous, but then you found out that he actually did it before Star Trek when he didn't have to do a terrible movie? Is that what you said? Because... (laughs) Like before he did before he was famous is exactly when every actor has to do terrible movies, yeah. right? Yeah, that Both makes you sense. You have an acting background, and if either one of you got a letter in the mail saying, "We'll give you, you know, five thousand dollars," will you be in this indie movie? You would probably say, "Oh hell yes. yeah. yeah!" Especially if it was in Esperanto. <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, he was, he was like a star on the rise before he landed Star Trek, which then both made and killed his career. But maybe mm-hmm. that's an yeah. inaccurate perception of uh, 1960s William Shatner. Yeah, I don't know of anything he did besides Star Trek, or uh, besides um, Twilight Zone, and then the Esperanto movie, and then... <laughs> he was on oh, the man. limits, I think. I want, I want, a, I want a parody of uh, Incubus called the Esperanto movie. <laughs> uh, what if you made a movie where just one character spoke Esperanto and it would be like Chewbacca in Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> what if you were a young film writer writing a erotic horror movie and you're like, I'm gonna call it Incubus, and then you found out that it was taken by this fucking movie already. There's probably 35 movies called <laughs> there Incubus. There probably are. Yes, probably uh, definitely true. In- in The Great Dictator, all of the signs in the Jewish neighborhoods are in Esperanto because Hitler hated Esperanto and Charlie Chaplin wanted to make fun of him for it. Haha, <laughs> that's great. That's oh, man. The, the, the fact that trolling existed for so many years before a term was invented for it makes me really happy, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, what'd you do online this week, Jeff? Uh, I discovered the... Um, harrowing tale of a bad convention called TanaCon uh, run by this person named uh, Tana Mungo which, boy uh, Is this the one with the ball pit? No, that was DashCon (laughs) that's a few years ago Uh, It was was compared to DashCon except this one didn't even have a ball pit so this person, <laughs> this person Tana Mongo, is 19 years old and was like, VidCon is for squares. I'm going to make oh, no. my own convention with hookers and blackjack. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, wait, 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 wait. I'm pretty sure that was a reference to Futurama, but yes. did it have hookers and blackjack? Because that might be a great convention, actually. It barely even had YouTubers, which is what the oh, con was no. uh, ostensibly for. They're the opposite for. of hookers and blackjack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, she was going to give away 5,000 tickets, and, uh, no, she still seems to insist that she did, but nobody who went to the convention saw anybody with these, these free tickets, and, like, every time someone investigating this con was like, hey, who went to the con and got a free ticket, uh, and who paid for one? It's always, like, twice as many people paid for them as got, uh, free tickets. It's, it's, 
So uh, they oversold by like four times as much as the what? the mm. place could hold legally. Um, and so there was a point where the <sighs> creators were entering and then not being physically able to leave the building. And then everyone had to leave because they were uh, like fire code was not being good about. So, so is this person that organized this like a famous YouTuber? Yes, I have never heard of her before. Ever Nor in my have life. I. I also uh, never heard about. I'd also never heard of any of the invited guests. So, YouTube, I guess, for teenagers is this whole world that I am wholly unfamiliar with. So this was like a fascinating window into how, it, like, the precise ways in which these YouTube people are very stupid. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. When I was a kid, I remember watching TGIF. And wait, this will connect, I promise. Um, and I remember, like, when new shows would come on TGIF, not knowing ahead of time, just from watching the show, whether it was going to be a thing that all the kids expected you to know about at school or not, until, like, several weeks in. Mm. And, like, that was very scary for me as a kid. Or, like, I didn't know what cartoons to watch or what music to listen to <laughs> that was going to be, like, required knowledge before yeah. you could be going to school. <laughs> Yep. And I feel like that problem must be a billion times worse now, because, like, if you went on YouTube and was just like, okay, what are the YouTubers that I have to know to go to middle school? There would be no way to know. Every middle school would have a different 40 that you need to see every episode of, or else you would be out of, like, the popular circles. And... And it must be so isolating because you would go to this kind of convention and you'd be like, well, what the fuck? The best YouTuber of all time, Jimmy Smits, isn't here. And then <laughs> Wait, hold like, on. That's a real person's name. Exactly. I can't this do that. This is a that. different Jimmy Smits. Yeah, it's a different Jimmy Smits. <laughs> and then yeah. everyone else around you would be like, I've never heard of Jimmy Smits. And then you'd be like, oh, wait, okay. But they're very popular in my very isolated group of friends. But this man. is confusing. And then another person would be like, hey, I love NYPD Blue. And you'd be <laughs> like no not that one <laughs> yes <laughs> Matt, the thing I don't think you are realizing is that, yes, you certainly do feel that way as a kid. As you get older, you realize there is no through line of what's popular. Some kids just like some things, and it was completely at random. Like, you could yeah. have made friends with a kid who's like, oh, you haven't seen Incubus in the original Esperanto? It's the best movie, and you have to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how it takes you uh, many years of your life to d develop the social skill to realize realize that yeah. something isn't like <laughs> like a foregone conclusion it's just that the person you're talking to is yes. a massive prick <laughs> yes and they're like you haven't played this game what's wrong with you yeah. and you're like, yep. nobody plays that game <laughs> so many times like i've definitely had so many conversations with people about lots of different things and they'll be like oh what you haven't played the witcher then you're not really into rpgs and now i know to be like nah fuck you actually <laughs> yeah 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 i um it's there's so much specific knowledge required for any sub-community now. Like, for example, let me read you these two sentences, and just let me know at what point you totally black out from not knowing what I'm saying. Okay. 
even though I'm tapping out, tapping out, (laughs) tapping out. (laughs) Even though Tanacon objectively went bad, Mungo isn't giving up on the idea of hosting another convention. Okay, that's a normal sentence, but listen to this nonsense. She told Drama Alert's Keemstar that creators deserve a space to meet with fans outside of participating in VidCon. Why? I don't even know what VidCon is. (laughs) So yeah, it's a it's a big it's a big like as close to official as you can get youtube convention i don't think it's, it's actually got, it's made like, by youtube no i think hank and tom green not tom, <laughs> hank and tom oh green. man i really want to see <laughs> hank, hank and tom green make up videos <laughs> together oh, where man. hank is trying what? to explain science and tom green is shoving yeah. an egg up his nose <laughs> My butt is on the educational video, etc. Um, yeah, I think it was Hank and John Green were, like, the impetus behind it first getting set up. Um, and it's for, like, quote-unquote mainstream YouTubers, which is very stupid. Oh, no. But also, like, <laughs> yes, creators, like, want to meet with their fans and vice versa, but why does it have to be outside of VidCon. It's not like the barrier of entry to VidCon is like, oh, you need to know somebody. No, you just need to be very good at YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> you need to have a big enough fan base to support you having to meet with them. Also, mm-hmm. if you're not big enough to be an invited guest of VidCon, just buy a ticket, and all of the people who are there for YouTube stuff, if they know you, they'll be really excited that you're there as a normal person. Yeah, buy yeah. a ticket and then on your YouTube channel say I'm gonna be at VidCon, let's all meet up at the Starbucks or whatever. (laughs) Done. I see people do this, like, all the time on, like, hey, I'm gonna be at VidCon just hanging out. Or, like, a a few years ago, um, just before she landed her big Marvel gigs, Kate Leth was, like, hanging out at Comic-Con just as a person. Like, you could do this if you're an indie creator of some kind before you are, like, mainstream famous, when you are still, like, famous enough that people would recognize you. The thing about it is, like, I feel like a lot of people, once they are old enough to have common sense, realize that, like, if you're not famous enough to be a draw for a big panel, it's okay for you to just be, like, cool and not be like, I deserve equal representation here. Like, I follow a lot of people who create board games, and one of my favorite guys on Twitter is uh, Jason Anarchy, who created Drinking Quest. Oh yeah, that guy's pretty cool. I had had that game until my cat peed on it. (laughs) Oh no. Well, I have that game, and it's great if you want to get drunk and also play cards. Um, And he's a very fun dude, and he's often like, hey, I'm at this board game convention. I didn't get invited, so I'm just hanging out. If you want to get a beer, here's where I'll be. Like, yeah, that's great. I want that. I, um, did we talk on here about that other big, like, gaming convention that was canceled in Baltimore recently? No, I don't think so. It was called Universal Fan Con, and literally a week before the convention, they canceled it, and people found out it was canceled by getting an email from their hotel that their reservation was canceled. Okay. (laughs) Wait, so Uh, I didn't even know the convention had been canceled? Because my first thought, if that happened, would be like, oh, shit, and now I gotta call the hotel. 
They got a Friday morning email like, hey, this isn't happening, so your reservation isn't, like, real. And then, um, then they got... Here's what happened, I think, ultimately, is the people running the convention were trying to muster up the money to pay for the discounted hotel reservations that all conventions have, and they missed their deadline, and so the hotel reasonably (laughs) told everybody their reservation was cancelled, and then, like, 12 hours later, the convention sent out an email being like, hey, we're indefinitely postponing this convention that we raised, like, $50,000 on Kickstarter mm. for. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, they raised $56,498 <laughs> on Kickstarter, and people were, like, flying in for this, <laughs> and, like, took time off work for it, and they canceled it a week before. There, I'm pretty sure there were, like, a couple dozen people who were already in town. I'm very surprised that people continually forget that, like, Kickstarter, for all the good it's done in the world, has really shown how much people oversimplify how hard things are to do. Yeah. Because that happens all the time, where somebody's like, oh, yeah, okay, well, a convention. I need $40,000 to rent the space for a weekend, so if I raise $50,000, I'll have plenty of extra money. (laughs) Like, what? No! (laughs) What are you doing? You idiots! Yeah, the the craziest thing is their initial Kickstarter goal was only $25,000, which is nothing. Uh, Like, they raised double that and still didn't have enough to pay for it. Like, What a bunch of idiots. All the celebrity guests ended up being cancelled on. They were supposed to get Hodor and Billy D. Williams. It was, like, supposed to have, like, actual nerd people at it, and then it just totally collapsed. Jeff, I still think you should start your own con- gaming convention in northern New Jersey. Yeah, call it a festival and not a convention, and then people won't have such uh, strict expectations. Yeah, I uh, I have thought about it, but it requires uh, a lot of work and a lot of money, and I have uh, no money and am very lazy. <laughs> Yeah, well, if you called it something that brought in a lot of uh, of interested parties, like Spanking Fest, yeah. for instance, I think you could sex really... Sex Fest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Northern New Jersey Sex Fest. Yeah. Jersey, and, then, and then an asterisk like at the bottom. <laughs> an asterisk at the bottom, it's like, there will be no sex here. <laughs> sex stands for, like, some Search exciting... engine... Yeah. Search engine extreme. <laughs> that new search engine launch. Yeah. I, th- I think Exotica is already with amazing. This. Yeah. Uh, what did you what do, did do you online, Matt? Oh, I was about to ask. Okay, yes. Ah, um, you. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've i been on a horror kick lately. Um, oh, I weird. Talked brief- I talked briefly about uh, getting into horror games a lot last week. Um, I was reading about internet horror stuff, and I came across this very cool thing that is that a lot of people feel strongly about online called creepy pasta have you heard <laughs> <Yep>. of it <laughs> yeah believe it or not no have you heard of this thing called Rocco's basilisk no yes but i don't remember at all what it is Okay, so on certain forums on the internet where people take thought thought experiments way too seriously, there is this one concept called Rocco's Basilisk that is banned from being talked about because even talking about it is too scary for these people. And it's amazing. Okay. 
So I'm going to go through this the theory as quickly as I can, but if you have questions, let me know. Am I going to get um, too scared and not want to do the show anymore? I don't think so, because okay. you need to be a massive nerd to be scared by this thing. Okay. <clears throat> um, oh, spoilers, though. Uh, if you're listening to this and you feel very strongly about, like, philosophy, the philosophy of artificial intelligence, um, you may want to skip ahead, because if you, if you end up believing this thing is true, it could make you go insane. So I'm just... <laughs> Just pointing that out ahead of time. Okay. So there's this thing called Newcomb's Paradox, which is if an alien came to you and said, here are two boxes, box A and box B, and in box A, there is a hundred dollars, and in box B, there's either a million dollars or no dollars. You can choose to take either both A and B or just box B, but ahead of time, I used a supercomputer to predict what you were going to do, and if the computer predicted you were going to pick both boxes, then there will be nothing in box B. But if it predicted you'd choose just box B, then you'll get the million dollars. So do you take box A and B or just box B? Just box B. I can live without a hundred fucking dollars. No, 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 just no. just box if B. You <laughs> if you choose box B mm-hmm. and the, com- the computer predicted you would, then you get nothing. That's fine. Oh wait, really? That's yes. I- I'll take that chance. Yeah. I choose just box A. You cannot. That is not one of the options. <laughs> <laughs> well, the computer okay. didn't predict I would do it, so now I'm a billionaire, right? <laughs> no, that's not how anything works. I'm pretty although, sure that's what you said. I would- I would like to point out that on the forums I was reading this on, so many people tried to answer that way, and then other people were like, okay, f- fine, but this is a this is a thought experiment, this is a philosophy thing, like, you beat the test, I guess, but that doesn't answer the question, which is basically, if a computer is able to perfectly predict what your behavior is going to be, do you trust that prediction, or do you believe that free will is more important than that? You know I, what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't care is my main thing about this. Well, here's anyway. The here's the question, though. Is the computer uh, trained on you specifically as an individual's brain, or just generally human Well, brains? okay. Well, neither. It's, it's, a pre- <laughs> it's a computer that simulates the scenario you're in. Like, it, it ran a simulation of you doing this choice ahead of time. When you say you, do you mean specifically me? Yes, specifically okay. you. Okay. Okay, so, now here's the thing. So a philosopher sort of solved this by saying you should choose only box B, mm-hmm. no matter what, because mm-hmm. even that's if right, there's n- even, <laughs> even if there's nothing in box B, you still made the right choice because you, the you making the choice, might be you in the simulation. And so by choosing just box B and there being nothing in there, you've made it so that the real you outside the simulation still gets the million dollars. Mm. Where did we get a simulation? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what the strange. computer is. That's the <laughs> whole all, point of the it's computer. It's all Tron in there, just people opening boxes. <laughs> Oh, I see. You're positing that I'm not me, but I'm the supercomputer simulation of me. I'm not positing that. I'm saying that that, that the supercomputer simulation of you would have to be a version of you that would think to ask the question you just asked. Okay. Right? So uh, if you say to yourself, like, well, I'm not the simulation, yeah, that's what the simulation would say, because it would have to say that to be you. Oh, uh, where did this gun come from? Who do I have to shoot? Yes. <laughs> this is why I don't like the Matrix. <laughs> 
so anyway, that's the philosophy behind it, and I think it's very cool, interesting philosophy. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. However, um, the place where it goes crazy is Rocco's Basilisk, which is, let's suppose that there is a computer in the future, an artificial intelligence that is true, like, aware of itself artificial intelligence, and that artificial intelligence is a bad one. It wants to destroy all humanity, right? Mm-hmm. It's that one from mm-hmm. I have no mouth, but I must scream. Yes. So, if that comes about in your lifetime, and you were aware that it ex- it was going to come about eventually, and you didn't help it to come about, it would punish you. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, let's say in ten years, this the singularity happens, and then after that, if you weren't one of the people that helped build it, you are punished forever. Mm-hmm. But, such, an, such a computer would have the ability to also simulate past behavior, so even now, you being aware that it could happen in the future and not helping to bring it about means that the real you that's not part of this simulation you're in could be being tortured for eternity because the you now who's thinking about it isn't saying, yes, let's help this thing happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all for it. Let's help make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's going to the salt mines immediately. <laughs> I, I saved myself. There we go. <laughs> well, but I, you're, I you're... can't do anything to actually make an AI happen. I'm very dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you're right, and I, that's probably why I'm not scared of this thing hey. at all. But there's a lot of people. Well, no, I mean because I'm like that too. I know. But I like there's so many people online who legitimately are like, you should never tell anyone about this because awareness of it means that you are a person who is valid to be simulated their past, and then that means you might be <laughs> part of that simulation. Uh huh. Yeah. I always think when people are like, oh no, we've predicted the future and it's bad to know that we've predicted it. I always think, how do you not realize that humans are terrible at predicting their own futures? Like, they have no grasp of how things actually change. Yeah, so I'm, there's, I'm not there's, <laughs> there's no predictions of the future in the past that purported to be such and ended up being even close to correct. Yeah. Oh, yep. except that one ad of that guy. Is this photoshopped? It might have been debunked since, but uh, early 80s, maybe, a guy from Apple talking about how it would be great to have a little computer that you just carried with you that did all these different things. Oh, no, I think that was real, but I think it was from, like, the mid-90s, so it was, it like, was all... very prescient, but yeah, it was yeah. closer then. I but guess. also, I think that every nine-year-old has been saying that since the word computer was invented, right? Yeah, I guess that's yeah. a tricorder, but it, it had a lot more specific details to modern uh, smartphones than it should have, but, you know, I mean, if it was from the 90s, it wasn't that far off. Yeah, I think there's been a decent... Sorry. uh, I was just gonna say, the the novel Neuromancer um, came out before the internet was a thing, and coined the term cyberspace. Like, it's it was that (laughs) influential, and the only... Okay, wait, hold on, hold on, because I've heard you say this before about Neuromancer, and while that's true, no one uses the term cyberspace anymore. That was a very 90s thing. Not anymore, but but we really did for a while there. <laughs> yes. Sometimes we still do it ironically. Yes. Um, the, the like, one weird thing about it is they don't have cell phones, but, like, all of the stuff with the internet and forming online communities and that stuff is uh, weirdly prescient, but that didn't purport mm-hmm. to be a prediction of the future and still isn't exactly right. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's very silly that Rocco's Basilisk is so very upsetting to so many people, but, who's, like... Who's Rocco? Oh, I see. Rocco's the 
the person. He was like user. a kangaroo or something, I think. Wasn't he? <laughs> he's yeah. a wallaby, first yes. of all. He had a Hawaiian shirt. He's yeah. an artificially intelligent uh, kangaroo. <laughs> they based the movie Kangaroo Jack on him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, um, I, yeah, is it's the, the user on the, the blog that thought of this. Yeah, and, it, like, it's a very cool idea. I, I think it's a cool thought experiment, and it's the same sort of thing. The reason I mentioned Newcomb's Paradox ahead of time is because it's basically the same idea of, like, there's two boxes, and one of them is, like you get tortured for eternity and then the other one is either you help the thing or you don't which do you choose like by by knowing that you could be in the simulation your choice makes it so that the real you will get the repercussions of the choice that fake you does uh, i this feel is- like going way back in mm. history philosophy has always been about like what do you think about these choices well what if the way you're thinking affects the choices oh i blew your mind like yeah, so many are like that <laughs> Yeah, but that sounds like all just a bunch of ephemeral bullshit until quantum mechanics came out and was like, actually, that is real. That really does actually affect the reality. Uh, I'm going to continue to be a dumb person made of meat and ignore a lot of these uh, fancy cyber theories. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so- quantum mechanics is not a cyber theory. No, nope, get it's out a of here with your thing. witchcraft. Okay. Okay. So it's it's like um uh nope the thought has left my head. Sorry. Cool. No, great. Cybermancy. <laughs> Someone's already come up with that term, I bet, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm pretty yes. sure. I think that's a, a D&D 3.5 uh, <laughs> class. Every, when everyone's in Tron. <laughs> every third independent video game is called Cybermancer. <laughs> <laughs> so what'd you do online this week, Louisa? Uh we kind of already touched on it, but the thing I did a lot of just here and there was looking up words in other languages. To to see which language had the word for the thing that I liked the best, mm-hmm. which was kind of entertaining. But I found that the Google Translate is terrible because it doesn't let you explain what word you want. Like, I was looking up the word kiss, yes. and I knew what that was in French. And they kept on giving you knights and Satan services. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I knew what that wait, was. Wait, wait, knights and in- Satan service. Knights and Satan <laughs> services is a very weird thing. <laughs> That's one of those cons. Yeah, yeah I was just, I was just gonna let it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yep. Rock uh, all night con. Yeah. Rock all night con could be a sex con or a kiss con, That's guys. True. Knights in satin sheets. <laughs> <laughs> somebody put knights in white satin at the end of this episode. Alright, footnote. So, somebody meaning me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Somebody in the cyberspace take care of that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I like I knew the French word for kiss is bisou, but it didn't bring that up in Google Translate. And then I realized it was bringing up the unconjugated verb for to kiss. And there's no way to tell Google Translate. No, stop that. I want the noun. <laughs> so yeah, you remember Babelfish? Yeah. That was, as I understood it when it was like first around, it was supposed to be like a sort of a crowdsourced. Uh, translation engine where mm-hmm. it would try to translate, but if you were a native speaker of that language, you could go in and be like, actually, a better translation would be this. Mm-hmm. And that seemed like a really fucking good idea. Yeah. What happened with that? <laughs> they got bought by somebody who didn't care about them and scrapped them, I'm gonna guess? I have no <laughs> yeah, idea. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Was that Alta Vista on Fish, I think? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, words are pretty fascinating, though. It's interesting to see how related languages will have words that sound very similar. You can tell they came from the same root. 
But then one of the languages for just certain odd words will just have a word for that thing that's totally different from all its related languages' words for that thing. Yeah. That's pretty fascinating. That always makes me think that there was one dude in, like, Denmark <laughs> who was just like, oh, what, you guys all call this a mouth? Fuck that. I'm going to call this a, a flap hole. <laughs> like, that's yeah. what I've always called it. That's what I'm going to call it. Yep. Uh, so it's pretty fascinating. That's another reason people can't predict, because people in different places will do things you would never expect them to do. Yeah, it's always weird how people, like, there's a certain class of people uh, in the world who will uh, assume that all of the world follows the logic that they themselves follow. Yeah. And then they are constantly stunned and disappointed when it turns out that other human beings feel like they're right and not you. Yeah, that confirmation bias is so hard to overcome. Speaking of thinking you're in a simulation, like, how would you know if you were inside of it? <laughs> how yeah. do you know that the things that are subjective on you are subjective? You don't. Yeah, I mean, I I think that there's the, the best way to handle that is probably to be a little bit judgy of others and then to immediately <laughs> be like, but I don't know what's going on with them and so I should just stop thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, see, that's my idea about your paradox. I'll just stop thinking about this now. Yeah, yes. you don't you don't have to think about it. You'll be dead by the time that AI comes into existence. Exactly. But what if Perfect. you're not though? Why would why do you think that? Why Because we're so far away it? from it ever being real. I don't think that that's necessarily true. Well, if it comes around, I'll just grovel and apologize to the machine and see if that helps. Honestly, the the best thing I think for me in terms of like not worrying about this is the fact that uh, an artificial intelligence will probably live forever, but I'll die eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you can yeah, only you torture me for so long, you fucking basilisks to <laughs> suck my dick. Nailed it. Oh, pwned. <laughs> I died. How do you like that? <laughs> yeah. Take that, bastard. <laughs> um... All right, let's get into these subreddits. Mm -hmm. So I got r slash shower thoughts, which is uh, on the theme of these sort of philosophical questions. This is quite a famous one, because I have heard of it outside of this show, which As is not I. true for most of these. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this is a board for those um, weird thoughts that you have, especially while showering or while doing other sort of mind-numbing activities. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I got r slash Meg Turney, and she appears to be some kind of sexy cosplay lady. Hmm. Yeah, we cannot do the this The URL on in this chat that uh, Jeff posted is broken in half for me, so I thought it was mega turkey at first and i was <laughs> pretty way excited more to find that, out yeah. about that <laughs> Uh, I'm, there, there's, I'm just sorry. There's two things you need to know about this board. One, her fans call themselves mega nerds, and two, the first rule is that you can't Photoshop nude photographs of her. Great. Yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah, I'm so over boards full of people like fawning over how much they want to have sex with a stranger on the internet. To be fair, she is pretty hot. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right, Matt. Like, even if you're like, oh, someone's so famous who doesn't have to deal with common people at all, like George Clooney. It still isn't good for you as a person to be on a board about that all the time. Yeah, I. the problem is, as far as I can tell, it's a lose-lose for everyone involved. <laughs> like, this person, Meg Turney, who I've never heard of before, ha has a level of fame that can only be self-destructive. 
Like, I'm sure she's making money off of doing this and whatever she does, like, that's great. I'm glad that she's making a living doing this stuff. And obviously I support people wanting to do whatever with their own bodies. But like, I feel like if you had a community of fans constantly being like, yeah, whatever you say and do is right because I secretly want to have sex with you so badly. Like, that can only lead to you accidentally expressing some very bad opinions eventually, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, every time I see somebody who's at this kind of level of fame, it always ends up being like a PewDiePie or a Logan Paul or whatever, where it's like, well, I've never heard of you, but your fans have told you you're correct about everything for so long that you've, like, decided your racism is actually fine. Yeah. I think that is what happens when it's a 20-year-old white guy. I think the experience for women is something so far beyond my understanding that uh, all I can be is quietly terrified about what it is that she could possibly be going through. Because she's a moderator of this board dedicated exclusively to posting sexy photographs of her. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Oh, man. But And then, like, all the fans of, of her... I, the thing that makes me the saddest is when you come to these boards and there's, like, dozens of fans being like, it's not about being sexually attracted to her. We just love her style and it's like okay dude <laughs> are, are there people ever doing that on reddit though i think reddit is the one place where people can be openly horny <laughs> i don't know we did we did a board like this once back in the old days before we had three to pick from mm -hmm. do you remember we did it one was a of cosplay these and i don't right. even remember yeah. her name or anything she was in yeah i don't nope. remember her at all but whoever she was that was the content of most of the posts on the board was like it's not a sex thing guys and it's like it is though yeah it is. You, you know it is. Oh, Stop man. it. And if she's a moderator, if you say something and she's like, hey, that's not cool, I'm going to remove your post, and then you decide you hate her now because she's not grateful for how much time you liked her. Uh, oh, yes. no. Oh, God. This is bad. We're not doing this for it. I'm closing <laughs> oh, yeah. it right now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We're not doing it. But we had to talk about why we're not doing it, which is yes. that it's kind of gross. And yes. I got our slash board games. Yep. Hey, there we go. Well, no, <laughs> actually, I get, we. I think it's a tough choice between shower thoughts and board games. I agree. It is. It is. Here's the thing. I, I, I mean, all of us, but especially me, I'm extremely passionate about board games and have a huge collection of board games that I like to talk about all the time. <laughs> and so I think that doing the board games board would be very boring. <laughs> Yeah, let's uh, let's do shower thoughts. My I was leaning towards shower thoughts because I think it's better for our brand because this is a very popular Reddit. <laughs> yes, that's true too. Yeah, well, also, I do like that the r slash uh, board games Reddit alien is redesigned to look like one of the little people in the game of uh, life. Maybe not life because those are just pegs. It's it's a meeple from all the European board games. Yes. Okay. Yes, I do like that. From uh, um, I, would, they, I would also I would also like to point out that. In the top of all time on board games, like ten of the top fifty of all time are about Cards Against Humanity. And I would have to start talking about how <laughs> terrible a board game Cards Against Humanity is, and that's not good. Yeah, it's so weird how big of a phenomenon that game became, where it's just like apples to apples, but with dick jokes. <laughs> well, it's not only that, but also the fact that it's like, hey, are you too boring to come up with your own punchlines to jokes? Mm -hmm. Here's some cards that you can use, and then pretend like you made a joke and feel the things that people can 
can make jokes feel when they have people laugh at the things they said. Yeah, there's a I've, certain kind of person without who doesn't really have a sense of humor who thinks just saying random words is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes I've had a lot of very fun times playing Cards Against Humanity, but there was like, it was like a, a switch flipped and it was instantly not fun anymore after the <laughs> yes. last, after the most recent time I played it, which has to have been like four years ago by now. I played it one time with you, Jeff, and some of our other friends at a comic convention, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. And we played it, and it was very fun and funny, and we laughed a lot. And then when we got to the end, we just read through all the cards, just because we were like, oh, what's on all of these? And then we were like, shall we play again? And that moment, I realized, like, <laughs> oh, fuck, we read all the cards. Like, there's nothing, this board game has nothing else for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. There's a, I think it's the same people who publish it, but there's another board game called, uh, very distastefully called Secret Hitler, that is one yes. of these, like, secret role games, and that game is very good, but the theming <laughs> of it is that same, like, edgy nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing about it is that I find Cards Against Humanity, the company that makes it, to be a very funny thing. <laughs> like, those people are genuinely funny and have lots of great ideas. Like, yeah, did you see do, the they do they a did? lot of cool promo things. Did you th see the thing they did for Pride? No, I didn't. I did, they, re yeah. they released a Pride pack, and when you open it, like, all the cards are covered in glitter <laughs> so that it gets all over all your other cards in your deck. That's great. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so we're doing shower thoughts. Yep. Yep. So, uh, let's see. The header of this, I swear to God I've described this picture before. I don't remember where. But this header is like a Pacific Northwest or maybe like a fjord kind of uh, place where you can see the ocean, but then you also see mountains around it on all sides. And it's just peaceful pine trees and you see a few buildings tucked away. Uh, so I just realized this isn't the real Shower Thoughts board. Is it? it? This is a, a knockoff. The real one is Shower Thoughts all one word. This is Shower underscore thoughts. Ooh, what? Controversial. I noticed because I knew this was a popular Reddit, but the top post of all time only has like 200-something um, oh, upvotes. No. Wait, so, why would you make a knockoff of a Reddit <laughs> board? I know, this is crazy. This is what the show's about now. <laughs> oh god, but I really wanted to talk about Shower Thoughts. <laughs> I went to the <laughs> real Shower <laughs> Thoughts and the top post has 139,000 upvotes and 14 <laughs> million subscribers. Should we do that board instead of your <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to do that. We can do no, we shouldn't. We, we should absolutely do one of our do... other boards, but we can't not do this one. I think that we should do uh, shower underscore thoughts with its twelve thousand readers, <laughs> like literally a f like factor of a hundred less. Yeah, Matt, it's... you ask how people could do this, but it's the same reason people pretend to be celebrities on Instagram or Twitter because you can instantly get a few thousand people who are gullible enough to think that you're the real person, and then. Look, you but, have all these followers. No, no, no. Yes, that's true on Twitter and Instagram. You don't get followers on Reddit. You, you just get people posting. This board has 12,000 readers. And if you're a mod of this board, that's like your board. And you've got 12,000 readers. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, but that doesn't get you anything. You don't get to communicate to those people in any meaningful way. Mm, yeah, but I'm I pretty think sure if you're super excited about Reddit, meaningful. it's just that you are excited that you get to own this little patch of the internet. Yeah, Ugh, that's stupid. Brag 
this board, how can this board not just be a single post that says you meant to go to shower thoughts? (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of Reddits like that that are just like misspelled actual Reddits. Yes. It it reminds me of that one stop podcasting yourself email they got where the guy was like, I registered stopodcastingyourself.com or at (laughs) gmail.com. And they're like, you could just set up a forward. You don't have to tell us every time. (laughs) Yeah, but see, that's his little bit of attention that he wanted. Why? Why do you care? People want that. There there are people, unlike us, who don't hear someone say, well, why would you just want to leech off something else popular? And these people don't feel disgusted themselves over that. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, the three of us, we are like writing something. We're like, "Mm, I don't know. That guy's name is a little bit too close to the main character in a comic book I read when I was nine, so I should throw away the whole project. (laughs) Yep. Oh, man. I've seen so many things online that are like projects I was going to start, but never now. Throw those right into the furnace. Yep. But, you know, that's nice that I don't have to do that project anymore. (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit of a relief. (laughs) It's great. So, uh, there's 12,000 readers for this board, as I say. Shower thoughts is so much better. No, stop looking at that. Oh, but I want it. There's 14 people currently online. Uh, So here are the rules, which is uh, a bit strict, I would think. Uh, Number one, all content must be original. Unoriginal or reposted content will be removed. Two, no shower, quote, observations, end quote. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, me either. Three, no puns or wordplay. Four, no jokes. (laughs) Five, no life pro tips. Six, no rules above will be heavily enforced. I don't want... Is is that supposed to be a joke? It uh, seems like this board is kind of making fun of the actual Shower Thoughts board, because almost all the rules you read are word-for-word word copied from the actual Shower Thoughts That's board. That's crazy to me! What does no shower observations mean? Isn't that yeah, all this a, is? There's more description on the, the real Shower Thoughts board where it says, a description of something you literally saw in the shower or bathroom is not a shower thought. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah, and then all just the general don't be a jerk, we'll remove stuff if we hate it, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, man, no rules above will be heavily enforced is a real shitty thing to say at all, ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, you should just enforce them. Just enforce them or don't have rules. (laughs) Yeah, if you're gonna have rules, fucking enforce them. That's what rules are for. This is like the the circle jerk boards we go to, where they're just like, "Eh, isn't it funny how my post got banned from the main board, so now I'm gonna make a board where the rules don't apply. Like, no. I I like when there are rules so that I don't have to read garbage. Yep. So. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, the people on the board are just called readers. Did you already say that part? I did, yeah, and there's no special flair. It's just up and down arrows and all that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, man, real, the real Shower Thoughts board has a lot better design than this okay, one. Okay, if you don't close that real Shower Thoughts I board. I did, I did, I did. <laughs> Uh, so the number one of all time is if Netflix shut down for the entire day and said it's because of the upcoming FCC net neutrality vote, I bet a lot more people would pay attention. And that is fair and true and sad because it didn't happen. And not really a full, like, I don't feel like it's kind of in the theme of the yeah. shower. Oh, it's no, definitely it, not. It's, it's just from that, like, day of, um, whenever it was posting net neutrality things. Yeah. Oh, I do I, like the number two, though. That's in the yeah. script. 
part of it, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it it's says, do not do not touch must be the scariest thing to read in Braille. Yeah. Yeah, but do you think they would make a sign like that in Braille? No. Uh, the first comment on that is wet paint, which is a very good one. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Also, have you ever seen a sign that says do not touch? Yes. Yes. At museums. Yep. Or wet paint, for instance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this yeah. this one breaks the, the rule of don't be a joke, but follows the rule of none of these rules will be enforced. <laughs> uh, Damn it. It says, during the day, strip clubs should put out signs that say, sorry, we're clothed. <laughs> uh, <sighs> that seems like it would be the... Um, uh, caption for a one-panel Playboy magazine uh, comic from the 70s? Yeah. Just, yes, it, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, the, just two like guys walking by a strip club, and maybe maybe there are some naked women that you can see, because it is that kind of comic, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can we talk about the weird comic, like, there was a certain style of comic from Playboys in the old days. Maybe they still mm-hmm. do it, I don't know, but, like, it was, like, these weird sort of softly drawn on, like women in clothes, but yeah. s- a little bit sexy. Yeah, it was, was like that naughty about? kind of stuff for some. Yeah, reason. but there was something. It had that vibe of you know in old movies when like the the heroine is in a close up shot, and so they put like Vaseline on the lens or something so that it's so super fuzzy to make her look mm-hmm. I don't know more attractive. It Angelic, that, I guess. Yeah, I don't know why they do it exactly, but I, they did it, and it feels like these cartoons are trying to recreate that, but in drawing. Yes. A little bit? Yeah. Well, yes. That's very weird. <laughs> anyway, that was just a thought I had in the shower. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> cool. Uh, can any of you remember any recent shower thoughts you've had? Nope. Hmm. I can't I remember have... anything ever in my life. <laughs> I, I had a pretty good idea for a story in the shower the other day, but I might actually write that, so I don't know that I want to go into too much detail <laughs> Until about you it. find someone else wrote a similar story, and then yes, you'll scrap exactly. it. exactly. <laughs> yep. I had a thought the other day, so this is sort of the seed of the story that I came up with, but the thought I had was a lot of people out there believe in, like, a god, an omnipotent, omnipresent god, mm-hmm. but all of those religions are predicated on the idea that that god or that religious figure or whatever started in the past from now. Mm -hmm. But if a god existed outside of time, why would the stuff that they did have to have happened previously to when they started being worshipped? Do you know what I mean? I guess because people need to think in people terms so they have to think of their own past. Because people definitely have a past. Right, but like, I guess what I'm saying is, like, you could say that the, the, the existence of that god needed to be communicated to people in the past for people to know about it in the present. But if a god existed and was able to like, do stuff, then they could do that stuff before people knew about them. Yeah, maybe they did. Ha! How about that? Dinosaurs. Preaching to the dinosaurs. Yes. Oh, that's the title of my book. Hold on, I'm writing it down. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Imagine showing miracles to some dinosaurs to get them to convince other dinosaurs to spread the word. (laughs) I do love the idea of in general anyone like trying to push religion on animals that have no sense of wonder Mm-hmm. That's just a great idea to me. <laughs> There's a um a Marvel comic that came out recently that takes place like 10 million years ago or whatever and it's got Odin in it because he's ageless and then it's got like the um like Black Panther god 
form, but like there's there's like no people around, but there's all these Marvel characters that would have existed millions of years ago, and so they all have an adventure millions of years ago. I think that's a pretty fun <laughs> idea because yeah, it's like cool. why why wouldn't the Phoenix like hang around on Earth if it exists outside of time and knows that eventually its host will live on Earth? Yeah, I guess. Although. <laughs> I I am constantly amused by the ways in which both Marvel and DC do the thing where they're like, actually, the universe is so huge, and there's like <laughs> lots of other creatures living out there, and like all the Earth is so things. important. But for some reason, Earth is still the most important, though. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and that is, oh boy, they yeah. uh, Marvel did a big event where all the universes crashed together so they could get rid of their multiverse, and. Every single one, uh, like, every time two universes collided, it was at Earth, for some reason. (laughs) Earth became, like, canonically the nexus of all realities. It was madness. I I remember an actual comic that I'm not making up from, I think it was DC, but where- This sounds made up. (laughs) Where there were people who existed in, like, an upper dimension or whatever, and they were trying to observe what was going on in our reality, and they had a giant machine that looked like a gumball machine, but all the gumballs in it were planet Earths. And they were like <laughs> cranking out all of these Earths to look at. And they're like, Earth is the most important. And I think somebody even said, why? And then another person said, no one knows. <laughs> Great. Good job. Uh, oh, man. I think the proper pluralization is gums ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Gross. It's not. It doesn't, that makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, no. Um, so, I like, uh, I wonder if cooking bacon with my shirt off is how Godzilla feels when he gets shot by all the tiny people. Oh, yeah. Because I one. wear a tank top a lot in the summer, and when I fry something, oh my god, I have so many tiny upper arm burns. I you just want to say, those are regular-sized people. That's oh, true. That is They're not point. tiny. Or wait, are they tiny people on a tiny world and Godzilla is only two feet tall? Mm. Also, (laughs) if we want to get meta with this, they are tiny people because Godzilla is a guy in a suit. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, This made me Um, think in a way I didn't anticipate. (laughs) Um, Speaking about arm burns while cooking, frying is pretty bad, but Mm -hmm. the thing that really gets me is cooking, like, tomato sauce. Oh, yeah. How does that, like, it bubbles in such a weirdly viscous way that just splatters you with, like, the hottest substance. I don't understand how it's so hot. I know, it's terrible. You need a lid. You need a lid for that pot. Well, yeah, but I need to stir it sometimes. Uh, With just a little hole in the top to put the spoon in. Oh, that's a great idea, Louisa. You should go on Shark Tank. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Perfect. You invented the spaghetti sauce churn. <laughs> if you churn it long enough, it just makes one big lump of tomato yeah. sauce. You and then you can slice butter. it and spread it on bread. <laughs> oh, that sounds really good, actually. Uh... <laughs> I can't stop thinking about uh, it now. That's a, it's a really good idea. Dumb. Uh... You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> How could we have done this? <laughs> A bunch of these on here are just jokes, so I'm yes. pretty annoyed about this. Mm-hmm. Communism jokes are only funny if everyone gets it. Ah. Also, I've noticed that none of these are necessary to click on because the entire joke is just in the header. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the rules. Is it? Uh, maybe not on this board, but on Real Shower Thoughts. I'm sorry to keep talking about my. Oh other my girlfriend. god! Why don't you just marry Real Shower Thoughts? <laughs> 
Uh, it said you have your whole thought needs to appear in the title mm. so that people don't have to click through to see your dumb thoughts. Pretty good. Which I appreciate. Also, I like if Doritos made a cinnamon sugar variation, they could call them Churritos. <laughs> That sounds like it exists. Uh, that would be good, though. Did you guys ever have the cinnamon sugar um, uh, Pringles? Yes. No, sure. ew. They were pretty good. So you say ew, but it's only convention that causes us to make t- uh, potatoes a uh, salty thing, because they're value neutral. They could easily be a sweet thing. Yeah. No, gross. <laughs> they're just a starch. Like, like if you had potato starch or flour, wheat flour or rye flour or whatever, you could go either way with it. Mm-mm. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, I'm very confused. There's a joke on here that's not good. <laughs> right. But Yeah, that's most of them. Yes, that's true. But, I mean, it's inaccurate, but also there's some words in here that I normally don't like to say, but I'm going to because I need your help to understand Oh, them. no, I really don't want you, you to... I no, really no, 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 it's not a racist thing, it's just gross. Um, okay. okay, it's the second to the last post on the top of all time, mm-hmm. and it says, you can't smell... You can't smell. You can't spell advertisements without semen between the tits. What don't you get? The the word tits doesn't... Oh! Oh! (laughs) I get it. Okay. Is there something wrong with your brain? <laughs> no, I thought I thought it was saying that the word tit appeared twice, and then semen was in between the two words. Tit. Okay, okay, but no. that's not in there. Okay, I get it now. No, okay. but now that you've said that, I disagree with this uh, post. I think that they worded it in a in a the wrong way. Yeah, but yeah, but what, okay. What would you? How would you word it? I wouldn't. Good. I would just not do it. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> oh no, the one on the bottom of this page, why aren't iPhone chargers called Apple Juice, which is very cute, is also doesn't work because there is a company that makes little iPhone yeah. chargers called Apple Juice. <laughs> it's true. Also, what the fuck is an iPhone charger? You mean a spare battery? <laughs> yeah. Or just the cord, I guess. <laughs> That's I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's all. We're doing all that of thing the... where we just read. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this this uh, this Touch board is depressing. Is the problem? <laughs> I guess. I mean, some of them are depressing. I like the one about Cheritos. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Remember those good times. <laughs> if you go to jail for tax evasion, then you're living off taxes for not paying taxes. Oh, mm, pretty good. Yeah, I love libertarian jokes. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ooh, this one hits too close to home. Eyelashes are there to prevent things getting in your eyes, but 90% of the time when I have something in my eye, it's an eyelash. Oh, that's true. I've thought that many times. <laughs> yeah. The other Pretty day, good. I had to get my tweezers and get way too close to my eyeball because I had an eyelash that was still attached very firmly that was turned all the way in. How did that even happen? Yeah, how does that happen? How dare you, biology? <laughs> <laughs> this is the last thing I wanted. <laughs> The thing that the thing that always drives me crazy is when you get an eyelash that's not in your eye, but it's like laying on your li- the lid of your eye. Oh yeah, at the very edge, but just enough to touch your eyeball. Oh, it feels so bad. Ugh. everything's bad. Eyeballs were a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, no, Shakespeare shouldn't have invented them. <laughs> Yep. I don't understand. Okay, this is. Now you can just stop there. That could be the name of the podcast now. (laughs) Yep. This might be a very stupid thing I'm about to say, but might be. Yeah, but (laughs) that's another name for the podcast. 
we like the biology biological creatures have evolved hard clear things right like we can we can make things that are clear but aren't soft and gooey like eyeballs are. I don't think that's true can you give me yeah an like what like fingernails kind of <laughs> There's the problem, the kind of translucent I will give you, sure. But actually clear? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, imagine if you had to see through fingernails all the time. That would be a miserable experience. Yeah, yeah I guess. I'm just trying, like, I don't know. I guess translucent. But even then, I just feel like our eyes could be, could have a hard protective layer before <laughs> the the uh, the eyelids, right? Mine, that seems like that would be a good idea. Mine kind of do when I wear contacts, because sometimes I will see a little speck in my eye, yeah. and I will go in there with my finger and just look in the mirror and go, here, I'm going to pop this right out. And it hurts so bad. And then I remember I'm not wearing my contacts <laughs> where I can just touch my eyeballs all I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very <laughs> stupid. <sighs> That's a very stupid thing you did. <laughs> I know, but most yeah, of the time I can do it. <laughs> yep. Also, they are great for when you have to chop onions because your eyes won't water at all. Mm, yeah, but you know. <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I used to wear contacts and then I stopped because I got a horrible eye infection that almost made me go blind from wearing contacts, so. Yeah. Cool. But- was it user error, if you're 100% honest with yourself? It, 100%, it definitely it wasn't <laughs> user error. It was because I worked with medical records that apparently had, like, staph bacteria all over them, and a bunch of people I worked with got sick, so. Oh, what? That's terrible. Yeah. Yes, that was very bad. And the worst place to get a staph infection, it turns out, is in your eyeball. Yeah. Oh, man. Gross. Anyway. That's all I can think about now. <laughs> well, anyway, but... It's weird because I do sometimes wear contacts and they don't even hurt anymore like they did for a long time after that infection. But I still feel like they should hurt. And so it still is very hard for me to be comfortable wearing them. I have a very hard time changing my focal range between uh, contacts and glasses for a few minutes when I switch from one to the other. Mm -hmm. You kind of get vertigo a little bit. Although my uh, uh, prescription is very high, so... <laughs> Yep. That might have something to do with it. Yeah. I don't wear glasses or know anything about glasses or contacts. <laughs> You're a Superman. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, yeah, uh, I was going to say, well, more like a Clark Kent, but no, he's the one with glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I mixed them up because they look so alike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird because they're diff definitely different people. <laughs> Louisa, have you ever considered getting laser beams in your eyes? I have considered it, but the thought of so much uh, cash at once, which I'm pretty sure my insurance covers like $100 off, mm -hmm. uh, and then also... What if something goes wrong? I know that's a bit crazy to think, but what yeah. if, what if, oh, what well, if you're but if, one in a it, million? But if nothing goes wrong, at the end of it, you have heat vision. That's what we're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, the heat gets into your eyes and fuses with your eye molecules, and then yeah. you have the heat. <laughs> Well, Matt said, like, would you want, have you considered getting laser beams in your eyes? Yeah, what am I supposed true. to think that means? <laughs> well, that it's, like, awesome. it's like that old song said about when smoke gets in your eyes. Mm -hmm. And then you can make Yeah, that's a moray. And then you get smoke vision. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we all made a joke at once and none, none of them were funny. <laughs> but collectively, the collective was all right. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, how come people don't have other types of vision besides, he- like, heat and cold coming out of your eyes is just as ridiculous as, like, smoke or, like, smells or sounds coming out of your eyeball. Yeah, but a laser beam that makes something hot or cold is, uh, useful and smoke isn't. I don't know. Like, um, Darkwing Duck, his main thing was that he had that smoke canister gun. And the Green Goblin, he had smoke bombs, right? Pumpkins. They they mostly exploded. Oh, okay. Well, they are bombs. They are. Yeah. They also do smoke, though. Um, Cyclops' eye beams are not heat. They are concussive force, so that's something. Sounds useless. Wait. Yeah, I read a I read a very long paper about that and about how that's unbelievably stupid because yeah. he kills Cyclops yeah. every time he used it. Yeah, hold uh-huh. on. If it was concussive force, there's a reciprocal thing to that. So if he shot out his beams and hit somebody, wouldn't it yes. then recoil yes. back on him so hard that it would snap his neck? Exactly, yeah. yes. Also, okay. there's no visual component to concussive force. <laughs> Why would we see it? it uh, it's just a beam of energy. It's just not hot. It's room temperature. Uh-huh. <laughs> he has room temperature vision. <laughs> you feel someone poking you or something, you're like, what? what's happening? Oh, no, it's a beam. <laughs> oh, Cyclops is winking at me from across the room. <laughs> I'm being nudged by a room temperature uh, laser beam. Yeah. <laughs> so behind his eyes is a portal to another dimension that's full of concussive force. And since he's immune to his own powers, he can stop that concussive force by closing his eyes. Sorry, God. sorry, sorry for knowing that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just the, the, the honestly, issue is is someone thought it was cool that a teenager could shoot beams out of his eyes, and then later people thought about it. <laughs> that was the problem. Yeah, I, I just, I just don't understand so much of this. But a big part of it is like if it was concussive that. Concussive force that isn't red, and you couldn't block a concussive force with a with a special color of quartz or whatever. But in this, but in this case, it is. Yeah. Okay, but that means every time anyone clapped, you'd be blinded by red light. No, only this one. Uh-huh. Isn't that what happens to Daredevil? Yeah. Yeah, he's blinded by red light when people clap. Yeah, if you it. clap when you're around him, you can get away from him, no problem. <laughs> Have they covered the fact that if Daredevil was in, like, a rave, he would be powerless? <laughs> yeah, all the time. Okay. They usually just put him in a rainstorm, because that's much more common than a rave, but you well, know. Oh, but less cool. <laughs> really, <sighs> really, Daredevil's main kryptonite would be raves, because not only would he not be able to fight crime because of the loudness, but also he wouldn't be able to appreciate the flashing lights. Mm, that's true. Mm, yeah. Poor Daredevil, he can't have fun at raves. It's true, Daredevil is the least raver superhero, fight me. Who's the most yeah, raver superhero? Is it Dazzler? <laughs> I want to say it's I was <laughs> also thinking Dazzler. <laughs> oh, it's probably Dazzler. <laughs> she but specifically the, was disco-themed, right, at some point? Yeah, she yeah. she was disco, uh, she's been variably, like, punk and raver over the years, though. Hmm. I mean, uh, the, her thing was making lights appear? No, she could convert sound into light, is that Right? Yeah, so she would sing and it would turn into a dazzling display that blinded criminals, I guess. 
But or I no, sorry, she was an X Men, so it blinded um, international terrorists. <laughs> but didn't okay. But did that mean that the sound stopped being sound to be light? Like, was she silent when she was making the light happen? No. Um, wait, okay, none of this is making a lot of sense to me. <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense. The X Men uh, all just have magic powers because they have one gene that gives each of them a random boon from a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And most of them just have a power that's loosely based on what they thought would be a cool noun for their name to be. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and also, most of them actually have six or seven powers that are unrelated but allow them to do the thing that was cool to draw. Oh, man. I would really actually love if they if, like, someone did a superhero universe where the reason people have superpowers is some people just randomly a wizard likes them. And <laughs> yeah. He um, doesn't... Jeff, this exists, and it's a book series called Xanth. <laughs> no, I don't want it to be a fantasy thing. Oh, okay. I want it to be exactly the X-Men, but instead of a, a cockamamie, cockamamie scientific explanation, they just, like, find a gene marker and discover that there's a wizard in another dimension who doesn't ever come here that grants people with that gene marker magic powers. <laughs> I would like if that wizard does appear in the comic sometime, not interacting with everyone else because he can't come here, like you say, but he appears and he's just, like, in his underwear, it's like, smoking a cigarette on the couch, and then he's like, I'm bored. He needs new superpowers. <laughs> he, he gets a text that's like boodaloo, and it says, like, Scott Summers, born with X gene, turned 13 today. Yeah. So he hits a button, he's like, scrolls through all the powers he has, he's like, heat vision, no, oh, kind of bored. Ooh, what if heat vision, but not hot? <laughs> I'm imagining sort of that um, uh, Clash of the Titans thing, where they move figures around on a chessboard, and this guy's yeah. got little tiny gaming figurines of all these people, and then he's just like, all right, you now have ice breath, and then he just puts like a little blue stick in their mouth <laughs> to be yeah. uh, firing and killing somebody. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> a I mean, very you're biblical just approach to Dungeons and Dragons. Now you got yeah. No oh, wait, whoops. <laughs> yeah, I'm that wizard who's granted uh, yeah. many, many a person magic powers, and those people don't know that they're a simulation. You see, Jeff. Oh God. Mm, All right. Not, I hope you like this full full circle episode of Seeing Reddit. <laughs> we did it, you guys. We finally did it. Yep. Now if we can did, die. Yep. If you did like it, please rate and review us on iTunes, and please tell your friends about our show. We very much appreciate it when you do that. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us seeingreddit at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at seeingreddit. I'm on Twitter at kamikazepilot. I'm on Twitter, J3FK, Snapchat, and Instagram, JeffJK, patreon.com slash JeffJK. One dollar a month gets you a bunch of stuff. That stuff is all digital rewards, including things I've written and little bits of this show and little bits of creepy podsta. My other podcast, which you can find at coolmemes.biz. No, sorry, I still haven't figured out how to correctly set up that <laughs> redirect. I tried yesterday and it didn't work, so go to funtimes.online. Alright, you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird or on Instagram or Vera Louisa Heron. Alrighty, thanks to everyone who's been tweeting about us. We appreciate it when you do that. Thanks to uh, the at the fake Evan. Mm, thank you, Evan. Thanks to at Dusty Gulch. Thank you, Dusty. Thank you to at Queso El Diablo. Mm, thank you, Queso. Thanks. Uh, and thanks to everyone who voted in our fantasy casting poll from last week, which uh, was Star Fox, aka Fox McCloud. Um, and the winner was, I think, our wild card, Winona Ryder. <laughs>
that's a, that, you made great. the right choice, folks. Yeah, I guess. Second place was Ewan McGregor, which I think was Jeff's. That was me. Nope. Oh, that, that was, was Louisa's. Louisa. Jeff's was Bradley Cooper, which was third place. And yep. last place was mine, which was Joe Keery. Again, I, I feel like I'm suffering from not having the name recognition because if you look up yeah, the picture of Joe Keery. Yeah, you 100% are. Yeah. He does look a lot like Star Fox. So, <laughs> all these other people are too old to play Star Fox. Yep. So, I was right. <laughs> Wait, how old is Star Fox? Star Fox uh, is... Probably in his early 20s. Yeah, he's like a young gun, like, I'm gonna... Using young guns? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, because... Is that the prequel to Top Gun? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Slippy is always, uh, like, talking about how great his dad was as a pilot before he was killed by Andros. And Slippy, yeah. Slippy is still a pirate. Pirate. Pilot. <laughs> Everyone's a pi- pirate in this AU. <laughs> Star Fox. Oh, man, I love it. Uh, pe- yeah, Peppy, Peppy was friends with oh, Fox's right. dad, Peppy and Peppy Slippy. is like, Slippy might have been there, I too. I but- Slippy. I barely <laughs> played those yeah. games, but oh, ooh, God. Slippy, you idiot. Slippy's like, duh, I kicked my uh, flying stick, and now my plane's upside down. Please rescue me, Star Fox. Also, my voice is way more annoying than this. Did you guys ever see the um, the Star Fox parody that the guy who makes um, Five Nights at Freddy's made? No. God, what? It's it's a part of one of the Five Nights at Freddy's games. It's like a side quest mini game thing. But you're flying along, and one of the the animatronic robots keeps on sending you messages while you're flying, and she's just like, "Hey, you're not getting annoyed with my voice yet, are you?" And she does it like. <laughs> 40 times. It's very good. It's very on the nose. Anyway. Um, okay. So, thank you guys for, for uh, getting in touch with us. We appreciate you, and we thank you for listening. Please come back next time, but in the meantime, please remember to keep your pockets on Shrek. Don't read the comments. Mm, hang in there, baby. Nights in white satin Never reaching the end Letters I've written Never meaning to send Beauty I'd always <clears throat> We did it. We did it real tight. It was less than an hour and a half. Yep, we finished it. Hooray. I can't I can't <laughs> believe it. Let's yep. do our casting poll. Yep. Agreed.